am so glad that you are here today. We're continuing to talk about, as we were talking about yesterday, Jesus is gone. Now what? Now what happens? And what happens is, as he told the disciples, then we are to carry on his legacy. And he said to them, to go wait in Jerusalem. Let's acknowledge him. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you're calling us to carry on that assignment, to carry on your legacy, and help us to, to, take, to take those thoughts that you're giving us, those fleeting thoughts, and hang on to them, and meditate them, and know that you are speaking to us. Help us to know we're good enough. You've called us. You're anointing us to go and to do your work. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory. You know, um, I was listening to an Easter message and, and someone pointed out the 12 never went to check if Jesus was gone. Remember he said that he was going to raise from the dead. And they forgot about it. They totally forgot about it. And I suppose in all that chaos, all the craziness, the, the, um, the terror, you know, with Jesus being torn apart and crucified and, and, you know, just looking at what is really is what they were used to anyway. Um, we have to have faith and what was then and in Jesus now, but they were with Jesus all the time. And so it was easy for them to believe what they could see, the miracles and all the things that he did. And so to like believe or think about or remember that he was going to come back to life, I suppose, would be like the farthest thing from their mind. I mean, considering how they witnessed him, how, how he was treated, and, and of course, they all betrayed him. They all left, and I'm sure the enemy was right there to condemn them. In fact, we know that Judas hung himself, and, and Peter, he, he was beside himself that he actually denied Jesus, just like Jesus told him he would do. But but Jesus said that what was going to happen to him, remember, and and, and Jesus, uh, Peter even rebuked him for that. He said, no, Lord, this can't happen to you. And um, Jesus said, he, he rebuked demon, he rebuked um, Peter and called him Satan. Because this must happen. This was his passion. And that's what it says here in Acts. Until the day when he ascended, after he, through the Holy Spirit, had instructed and commanded the apostles, the special messengers, this is the Amplified Classic Bible, whom he had chosen, to them also he showed himself after the passion, his passion to suffer, to go for the Father, to, to shed his blood so we could have everlasting life. 
to take those stripes for healing. That was all his passion. He wanted to do what he did. In fact, he said, no one takes my life from me. I gave it. He gave it. He wanted to do this. And so anyway, it says, to them he also showed himself after his passion, his suffering in the garden and on the cross by a series of many convincing demonstrations, unquestionable evidences, infallible proofs, appearing to them during 40 days, talking to them about things of the kingdom of God. And while being in their company, now notice he was there 40 days before he actually left. And while being in their company and eating with them, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for what the Father had promised, of which he said, you have heard me speak. For John baptized you with water, but not many days from now you shall be baptized and introduced into the Holy Spirit. So when they were assembled, they asked him, Lord, is this a time you will reestablish the kingdom and restore it to Israel? And he said, um, this isn't for you to know right now. I'm just going to sum this up a little bit. But he said, you shall receive power. So we switch back to the subject. You shall receive power, ability, and might, efficiency, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the very bounds of the earth. And when he had said this, even as they were looking at him, he was caught up, and a cloud received and carried him away out of their sight. While they were gazing intently into heaven, as he went, behold, two men dressed in white robes suddenly stood beside them, who said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing into heaven? The same Jesus, who was caught away, lifted up from among you into heaven, will return in just the same way in which you saw him go. So they went back to Jerusalem, and they went to where they were staying. So Acts chapter 2. And the day of Pentecost had fully come. They were all assembled together in one place. When suddenly there came a sound from heaven, like a rushing of violent tempest blasts, and filled the whole house in which they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues resembling fire, which were separated and distributed and which settled on each one of them. And they were filled diffused throughout their souls when the Holy Spirit began to speak in other different foreign languages, tongues, as the Spirit kept giving them clear, loud expression in each tongue, appropriate words. Now, now they were then residing in Jerusalem, devout and God-fearing men from every country under heaven. And, and when the sound was heard. The multitude came together, and they were astonished and bewildered because each one heard them, the apostles speaking in their own particular dialect. And they were beside themselves with amazement, saying, Are these not, are not all these who are talking Galileans? And then how is it that we hear? They hear each of us in our own particular dialect to which we were born. And so they were speaking in all these different languages, and they were speaking of the mighty works of God. So everyone understood. 
And they were beside themselves with amazement or puzzled and bewildered, saying to one another, how can, what can this mean? But others made a joke and said they were drunk. And then Peter stood up and kind of let them have it. He, he was anointed with the Holy Spirit and, and started telling the truth. And so um, God promises to us. He said in, in John, um, he was telling the disciples that he was going to go. And he said he was going to go make a place for them. And he said they were going to stay here and they were going to do his work. He said the Father would send the Holy Spirit and he would be their comforter, their counselor, their standby. He would remind them of the things Jesus told them and tell them things to come. And so they knew ahead of time what was going to happen. But in, in all the things that were happening, apparently they forgot. And Jesus wants to say the same thing to us today. I promised you the Holy Spirit. I promised you as I did the disciples. I wouldn't leave you as orphans. In Matthew 28, he said, and I will be with you until the ends of the earth. And so Jesus left. Now what? Now we are to carry on his legacy and how we will be filled with power. We will be clothed with power from on high. Jesus isn't leaving us in our flesh to do his work, but he will reside. He said, if you love me, you'll obey me. And the Father and I will make our home within you. He said, whatever you ask as representing me, I will do it for you. So these are the, the thoughts that we need to meditate on. And that's how we do it. And instead of letting the enemy tell you you're not good enough, you can't. This is your inheritance. This is your birthright. If you believe... Jesus said, you're going to do what I was doing and even greater things. You're going to do what I was doing and even greater things. Can you imagine? But it's him in you. It's not you at all. So you don't have to have faith in yourself, but faith in him that he would keep his promise. Remember Acts 10, 38. It says, Jesus went around doing good. He was anointed by God with the Holy Spirit to heal, especially all those who were harassed and oppressed by the enemy. And lots of times, that's where we're at. We're harassed and oppressed by the enemy when we're supposed to be taking that authority over him. I had a situation this morning and God said, all power and authority has been given unto you. Why are you letting him dictate to you? The enemy wants to take over. He's out to still kill and destroy. He's looking for someone to devour. And he's devouring those God has called and promised the spirit. He promised that you would be clothed with power to do his work. 
that's what's important right now. It's not, what are you going to eat? What are you going to drink? What are you going to wear? It's not that at all. It's doing the work. Going and doing his work. He said, he made a promise. You wouldn't be alone. He wasn't going to leave you. But you were going to be filled with a spirit. And that's what happened. They were filled with a spirit and spoke in other languages. God has a purpose for what he does. It's not that no one understood what he was saying. But he provided a language for each dialect. He's going to provide whatever it is you need to go and to do his work. He makes his promises true, but we forget. They forgot that he said he was going to be raised from the dead. They didn't even go check for him. And he's getting ready to come back. And he said, will I find faith on the earth? Will you remember what I said? We got to go. We have to go to the word and remind ourselves. We have to fellowship with him and remind ourselves. Be listening like he said to me this morning. You forgot. You're letting the enemy dictate this thing to you. Why? You've been clothed with power. You're going to go do what I was doing. That's a promise. That's a promise that he's going to keep. My son was born with a birth defect. And he said, you will see your son healed. And I kept questioning him, Lord, I don't see it. Lord, and lots of times, if I wasn't continuing to hear the word, and be taught and corrected, be shown, I would have gave up. But he keeps encouraging me. And so maybe it doesn't seem like you got the power, but you got to have faith that you do and you have to keep following him and get encouraged and get instructions. They were told to go wait in Jerusalem and they went. That was their faith action. They went and waited. And I just want to say again that everything that um, they saw was what they could see with their eyes, what they could feel. They watched what Jesus did. They watched miracles. And so it was harder for them to believe what they couldn't see than it is for us because now we have the spirit living on the inside of us and we can see it happening actually on the inside of us before it happens on the outside so many things that have happened in my life I knew it here first I saw it on the inside before it happened so I want to encourage you today Believe. Seek him. Ask him to open your eyes to see what he has for you, where he wants you to go, what he wants you to do. And forget about worrying about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, and what you're going to wear. Forget about that. 
It's not about that. Jesus said, not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. This is doing his will. This is doing what he's asking. He left and now he said, it's time for you to do it. But we're worrying about what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, what we're going to wear. All this, all this stuff that doesn't matter. If Jesus came tomorrow, wouldn't you feel sick if you spent your whole day trying to figure out what you're going to wear to, I don't know, wherever you're going to go? If you spent your whole day shopping for clothes, if you, if you couldn't hear the Spirit say, you're not going to need that. If you couldn't hear the Spirit say, I need you to go here. I need you to be that witness for me. If you can't hear the Spirit talking to you, if you can't hear the Spirit talking to you, get on your knees. Ask Him His plan. Don't be adamant about your plan. Let it go. Let it drop. Forget about it. It's not important compared to His. What about all those in your family? that you know that don't know Jesus. Stop fooling around in the mud and let get, let's get this thing done. Let's get it done. Jesus is coming and we need to be ready. Go. Get clothed in power and go and do what he's called you to do. So let me pray for you. Let's ask Jesus. He said he's already knocking at the door of your heart. Ask him to come and live on the inside of you, and even to fill you with his spirit, for that power to be his witness. If you're willing to heed his voice, if you want to be committed to do his will, to carry out his legacy, then pray with me. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for all you're doing for us, for inviting us, for making us a part of your life and asking us to do your will. And we accept. We accept it. We want to go do what you were doing. We want to be filled with the Spirit now. Clothed in power from on high to go and to do your work. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Now, if you just keep giving him your tongue, if you just keep talking and praising him, he will fill you and you will have the evidence of speaking in that other language. Just worship him and praise him. And you're not going to understand it. And, you know, your tongue might feel a little scrambled up. But just let it go. Let him fill you with his spirit. Go put on some worship music and do that. Just let him fill you with his spirit. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.